So today we have David. He has been in real estate for 12 years. He's been ranked number 1% with Fraser Valley Real Estate Board for the past four years. And he has co-founded Oracle Property Group with his team. And they have transacted over $150 million in the last two years. Without further ado, please welcome David Sen. Just to start off, could you share your journey, how you started getting into real estate? Yeah, man, that's that's a pretty common question that a lot of people ask, like, how did you become a realtor? And it's so funny because I think everybody's got a different kind of story, right? And I actually became a realtor when I was 20. So I was uh, quite young at the time, pretty much out of high school, went to university for a year. Long story short of it, my older brother, you know, it was kind of in between jobs at the time. He recommended that I look into real estate. And he just knew I was always a salesperson and that for me, I'm good with people. So he's like, hey, you should look into this. And at that time, a good friend of mine, probably my best friend, his auntie was a realtor. So I met with her for a coffee one night, late evening, just picked her brain about the business, kind of what she does, how long she's been in the business. And it was just intriguing. And, you know, at that time when I was at, when I was 20, not a lot of people were doing that. They were realtors. Most realtors are 40, 50 plus. So I looked into it and I had a meeting with her. It was great for her. You know, she kind of talked me into it and I signed up for the course and the rest is history. It's great to have people where you're able to talk to them and understand and then make an informed decision, right? Yeah, it wasn't like off the cuff, just random. But at the same time, it was kind of just like a leap of faith. I just met with her and she's like, hey, I love my job. You know, the thing about real estate, it's sales, right? So it's something that I always loved, right? What is your desired outcome with the profession as a realtor? You know, it's a good question, man. I think to myself every day, what's the purpose? Like, why am I doing this, right? And I think the biggest thing is obviously to support my family, support the people that I love. But on top of that, it's to continue doing something that I love to do, all meanwhile being able to help people at the same time. But yeah, our end goal as, you know, a current realtor right now and a team leader for my team is to probably open up our own brokerage. So you have Oracle Property Group and yep. then is Sutton the brokerage? Yeah, good question, man. So a lot of people don't know, but pretty much our team, Oracle Property Group, is essentially a team. Right. So really, in simplest terms, it's really just a certain type of branding. So us as realtors, we have to be licensed with the brokerage first and foremost. So that's someone that, you know, when you do deals, they cut the commission checks. You have a manager, you know, a conveyancer to help with the deals. So that's Sutton. Right. So I'm licensed with Sutton. But within Sutton, we have our own team, which we branded Oracle Property Group. So all your agents are with, still registered with Sutton. Correct. Exactly. So if I wanted to open up Oracle Property Group brokerage, I would actually have to get a certain type of license called a managing broker license, and then I can open up a brokerage. But with that being said, when you open a brokerage, there's a lot more that comes with it. You have to have, you know, more staff, you have to have more regulations, guidelines. It's just a lot more red tape. Whereas right now, all I have to worry about is selling, right? Because Sutton manages everything behind me. Okay. But you'll, let's say, for your long-term goal, you're going towards the brokerage. Exactly. That is the long-term goal. You know, I would say, you know, 10 plus years. You know, not to say that I can't do that tomorrow. But the thing is, really, in our business, it's one step at a time, right? 100% as we go, right? Yeah, exactly. That's awesome. And what are your, like, short-term goals, if you had to say? Uh, short-term goals, obviously selling more properties. We have own benchmark within our team that we want to hit as individual agents and as a team. So on top of that, obviously our team, it is quite new. We are only two years into the team. So it's really motivating the agents that are under us to continue to do better and be better and become better realtors. 
And on top of that, for me, my partner, it's about implementing more systems to have a more successful team. That's awesome. And what are the exact metrics that you look at internally? Uh, so metrics, really what it comes down to is, I think, how many deals you close. And obviously, so we track how many sales we close monthly. And on top of that, obviously the volume so that we can come up with a yearly volume on the sales that we do. And then, yeah, we look at all different types of metrics, right? Obviously market metrics for our, you know, how long our listings on the market. What's the sale to list ratios? Everything you can think of. There's numbers are involved every day in our business. Every day. <laughs> That's great. And so in terms of, let's say, your long-term goal for hitting managed brokerage, what would be the metrics to reach that? Is that different so, metrics? Honestly, the thing is about having your own brokerage, the first thing is probably having a space where you can actually, you know, a storefront essentially, right? Where you can, hey, say, hey, we're in your brokerage. This is our brokerage. Come check us out, right? So that's the first thing. Obviously getting the license. So not anybody can just go get a managing broker license. You have to have certain requirements. A few of those things are like, you know, being in the business, business for five plus years, obviously writing the course, writing the test. Not everybody wants to be a managing broker. A managing broker is someone that, you know, reviews deals, helps, helps other agents, all those things, right? You know, for me, my partner, you know, there's a lot of brokerages that have, you know, hundreds of agents. And there are some brokerages that are small that are like boutique brokerages that have like 10, 20 agents. So for us, we're just trying to find that fine line of where do we want to be in the future and what that entails. And like I said, we're just every step of the journey, we're going to put things together and, you know, see where it goes. Right. That's awesome. Yeah. And what kind of organizations are you a part of? That's a good question. Yeah. So, you know what? The funny thing is, to be honest, I don't have much time outside of real estate and my current career and obviously spending time with my family and hobbies. So, you know, I don't do too much outside of real estate other than you know what i love to do things like i play sports so mm -hmm. part of multiple different sports teams i play basketball soccer and football all club level sports i'm also a member of the Abbotsford chamber of commerce so that's a big thing too and as a team we want to actually start doing more community stuff yearly whether it be volunteering time donating lots of different things like that that's really cool it's great to hear that you're able to play club level in soccer football right yeah, no, it's cool, man. In our business, man, it's about balance, right? So with real estate, like it becomes your life, but at the same time, you got to keep good balance or else you're just going to be burnt out. And uh, what kind of books do you read? If I, yeah, the funny thing is, man, my wife, she's an avid reader. She reads every day, like all day. And to be honest, I'm not a big reader, man. Like I read enough contracts every day that like I'm oh. not in my personal time. Like I don't pick up a book and read all the time. Right. Um, I, like articles and magazines, but I'm not a big book reader. My partner is, he loves books too. But yeah, you know, when I do read books, it's about like, you know, money mindset, motivational books, education, growth books, essentially. Growth. That's the main thing. Yeah. More like business minded people, that kind of thing. Yeah. Like Tony Robbins, like that kind of thing. Yeah. And many people are not reading books, but they're kind of inclined towards podcasts these days. Have you yeah, that's kind of the thing nowadays. Yeah. yeah? <laughs> no, man. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> a podcast either uh, just starting to actually like i listen to obviously joe rogan podcasts and stuff like that but i'm not too big in the podcast world yet so it's still kind of new for me no worries thank you and uh, who are some of your biggest role models or influencers that you follow 
Uh, you know what? There's a few people specifically, obviously a few realtors that come to mind. Obviously guys in America, like Ryan Serhant, he's a huge realtor. Also Jason Altman of the Altman brothers in California. He's a big realtor as well. Those are role models for me. Other than that, they're sports figures. LeBron James, he's a big role model for me. People like, you know, David Beckham, stuff like that. People that I grew up watching that I aspired to be. And that seemed like genuine people after hours, you know what I mean? After they're done playing sports, right? Right, right. And is Ryan Serhant, is he in New York? New York, exactly. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's selling it like Serhant. I don't know if you've seen it. He's pretty big. Yeah, Jason Altman. And then obviously even like watching stuff on Netflix, like those other shows and the OC, Selling Sunset. So obviously those people too. But yeah, the thing about our business, man, it's always, I don't measure myself up against other people. It's always about myself. Right. I'm always just trying to better myself every single year. Right. Right. That's yeah. awesome. And uh, what keeps you up at night? What do you worry? Uh, oh, clients deals, man. <laughs> For us, man, like, you know, when, when you're involved in real estate as much as me, like, you know, you sleep, breathe and eat it. The thing is like, you know, when I have clients that list their homes with me, like every night I go to sleep, I think about these clients and how I want to sell their home and what ways can I be better in being able to achieve their sale or their purchase. Right. When someone trusts you with, you know, this process, it means the world to me. Right. So obviously a lot of times you have deals that, you know, are pending that may be going sideways. You think about these deals every night. Right. So those are the kinds of things that keep you up at night, but it's, it's all part of it. It's all part of it. Right. Okay. This might sound like a random question. What are you angry about or who are you angry at? You know what? It's, that's a good question, man. To be honest, like I'm a super positive person. Like I don't get angry much. And I think that's why. I think that's the way, the key to life, man, to be happy. If it was like, who were you angry at? To be honest, like it sounds weird to say, but I would say myself, you know, like I said about balance for me, I'm a workaholic. And for me, like I have a lot of people in my life that I love that maybe I don't spend enough time with that I wish I could more. But at the same time, like get it, like getting back to your last question, it's hard to balance everything, right? And you just want to be the best person you can for everybody. But it's, there's only so much time and so much of you to give. So if anybody, it'd be myself. Yeah. <laughs> I hear you. And what are your top three daily frustrations? Top three daily frustrations. First thing, right off the bat, not having enough time in the day. I wish there was more time. And I'm the type of person, like I schedule everything. So mm -hmm. everything is scheduled. So if there's more time, there could be better scheduling. And I think more appointments and more meetings. Again, that's one thing. Being organized, like I think being organized is huge. So always wanting to be organized and, you know, maybe having your day go perfectly and that doesn't always happen. And then three, obviously, probably having deals go according to plan. Obviously, a lot of times we put deals together and they fall apart or they're maybe not going the way you want it to go or maybe the client's not happy with this or that. So yeah, clients and deals that are currently happening every day. Right. That's yeah. great. It's great to hear that like you schedule everything and then yeah being organized i think it adds on to it as well so that's great thank you yeah of course and what trends do you see occurring in real estate industry as a whole you know what there's a lot of different trends man and the first thing is like the business as a whole like as you mentioned before we started like you know everybody wants to become a realtor it's funny because when i first started it was just another career for people right but now that we're in 2023 I think a lot of people in life, they want to be self-employed, which I encourage and I strive for that and I push for that and I'm an advocate. But at the same time, people don't really understand what it takes to become a successful realtor and how much you have to sacrifice. So, you know, that's a big trend. Everybody wants to become a realtor, but not everybody knows what it's going to take and what it's going to require. 
and how much work you're going to have to put in. On top of that, you know, the real estate market in general, there's a lot of changes all the time. Obviously, you know, you were here from Ontario, similar kind of market out there. It's two of the most expensive provinces in Canada, if not the most expensive. So real estate is obviously, you know, not cheap here. So I, I think with that being said, a lot of people, it's tough to get into the market. So I think, you know, one of the things is just being able to help people is huge, right? But yeah, sorry, I forgot the question. No worries. It's like, what trends do you see occurring? Like, let's oh, say, uh, 20 years. So yeah, a lot of changes from the government, obviously trying to mitigate the market and allow people to get into the market. Locals, we're obviously, government's trying to bring down housing costs here, which is honestly almost impossible because of the supply and demand. On top of that, with the market always changing, obviously we have the Bank of Canada that gets involved and also the government too. But yeah, so and the market as a trend, as for sales and stuff like that, like it's always up and down. We always see cycles, five-year cycles, 10-year cycles. So right. it's we're currently in the cycle that, hey, it's a more of a downtime with obviously the interest rates being so high. But since COVID, it's been super hot until March of 2022, right? As for where it's going to go from here, we're obviously nobody has a crystal ball. So we just, we just take it every day at a time. Right. Okay. Yeah. And you did mention like, let's say the cycles of seven to 10 years, right? Yeah. And if someone is looking to get into real estate now, would it be the best time? Yeah, man. There's never a perfect time to enter the business, right? That's the thing. So I think if you've been thinking about it, like if anybody that's watching this, is thinking about becoming a real estate agent, just do it. Just sign up for the course. It's easy to sign up. Honestly, it's quite easy to get licensed. Go through the process. And then once you're licensed, you can get start selling and see how it is for yourself. But yeah, I definitely, I think, you know, there's never, there's enough business in, in BC for everybody, right? There's a big pie, right? So I think if you're interested in becoming a realtor, you know, try it for yourself and see how it goes. 100%. And if you were starting from scratch today with no referrals, no nothing, you're in a brand new city, is there a specific section of real estate you would get into such as pre-sales or anything in specific that you would get into first? Yeah, I think just like residential sales in general. So what that would encompass is obviously pre-sales, resale homes, so it's regular homes, new construction homes, that kind of thing. So anything residential is probably, I would say, the simplest way to get into the market as a realtor, because that's what you learn when you become licensed. It's always about residential. You don't learn commercial. You don't learn about land assemblies, that kind of thing. So start with residential. And what I would say, a good piece of advice for anybody new coming in is get a mentor or join a team. A lot of mentors, they'll, they'll do split commissions, maybe, for example, for like six months a year. Any team will do the same thing. They'll do splits. But let's say the first, like, I would say three years is all about learning. I tell every single realtor, yeah, obviously you have to provide for your family and make enough to live. But at the same time, it shouldn't be about the dollars necessarily. Because the amount of information and knowledge you can learn in the first couple of years is huge. With anybody becoming a realtor, like you have to think long term. It's not about, you know, this year or next year. It's about like five years from now, 10 years from now. And that's how I always looked at it. So I think anybody coming in, they have to have a long term mindset and be willing to part with money to gain knowledge. Right. Right. Yeah. And what kind of softwares and services are you currently using? We use a lot of different platforms, man. So obviously, first thing is different types of emails. So we have Gmail. We have our Sutton home-based email as well. We have our Paragon MLS from the real estate board. We use apps such as like Touchbase, which is like a messaging system between realtors. A Century app, which opens up lockboxes to show properties. Obviously, lots of different apps for 
additional third-party apps that are real estate related from like HomeSpotter, which is kind of like a REW, for example, or Realtor.ca. They have those apps too. We have apps for like geo messaging. There's so many different apps out there for realtors that we use that I can't name them all, but there's, there's a lot. <laughs> if you had to pick like, let's say top five that you really use in your business day to day, what would it be? Oh, right away. Gmail, emails every day. It's it's pretty much ingrained in our lives. So as soon as you wake up, check your email, right? Make sure you're not missing any emails. The MLS, obviously the search properties and then TouchBase, which is the messaging system for real service, for requesting showings and for booking showings and all that stuff. Like I said, Century app, the one that we use to open up the lock boxes and, and Probably I would say follow-up boss. So follow-up boss is our lead generating program as well as it's our CRM, which is pretty much our client database software. So any new realtor are getting in, obviously main thing is to probably start a database of people that you know and people that trust you and like you and love you. And then obviously add potential clients to that, right? So those are the top five, I would say. Perfect. And... What do you hate about those software and services? The fact that you got to be on them all the time, man. It's like <laughs> a lot. Like I said, on top of like, like dealing with the people, like you have to like always be on top of these. And that's the thing about being self-employed, man. There's no like, so funny, man. People are like, oh, like, do you take time off? Like, man, the time off I take is when I sleep. <laughs> man. My, my eyes open, man. It's go time. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, other than that, no, the softwares are great, man. They're super user-friendly, easy to use, but just the fact that you have to always be on them and be on top of it is annoying sometimes. And if you could go back in time and tell your younger self three lessons or three skills, beliefs, or character traits that would be beneficial to anyone. Like I said, the first thing I'd say is probably join a team or have a mentor in the beginning, which I did luckily. So that was good. The second thing is continue your education. So for me, like I've been a realtor for 12 years. I'm still learning every day. I feel like I know a lot about real estate in a lot of different aspects from contracts to properties, to scenarios, dealing with people, like all that stuff comes with experience. But educating yourself in anything to do with real estate, mainly beginning specifically properties, because if no one, if a client uses you and you don't know anything about the property, they're not going to trust you, right? So that's the second thing, educating yourself about product knowledge. And the third thing would be to don't be afraid to hear no. I think too many people in our business, especially realtors, like, you know, especially new people when they come in, they think it's going to be easy to get clients. And if you speak to any realtor, the hardest thing for us realtors is to get clients, right? So obviously the longer you're in it, the easier it becomes. So for me in my 12th year, like it's clients come to me all the time, but it wasn't always this way. When I was in my first three years, man, it was so hard to get a client. And once you get a client, that's only step one. Then you got to obviously build a rapport with the client, help them actually buy or sell. And then also manage the relationship after the fact too. So there's so many different things, but that would be the third thing is to don't be afraid to hear no and be willing to go out there and speak to people and tell people that you're a real estate agent, right? Right. 100%. So once you have the mentor and a team, and then you continue to invest in your education and continue to improve on the product knowledge, which is basically the listing, which the customer comes to you for, and as well as not being afraid to hear no, I think that's really great. Yeah, if 
you did mention like the first three years were the most, you know, yeah. times okay. when you started yeah. challenging times, right? What was something that kept you going and what were some of the main challenges you faced during that time? So something that kept me going, obviously the fact, the self-employed, I'm sure you know, is obviously the chase for money, right? There was always that thought out there, hey, you know, when's the next paycheck going to come? So that was always in my mind, like, hey, I got to do more and be better so I can get to the next client, which is the next paycheck, essentially. That's what kept me going. And you said the second question was negatives about that or? No, uh, second question. So that was what was some of the main challenges you had? For me, obviously, I was young, man. I was 20, right? So first three years, like, think about it. If you're 50 years old and you've had your house for 20, 30 years, who are you going to hire to sell your house? Are you going to hire some brand new realtor that's 20 years old that has barely any experience? Probably not, right? But, you know, I realized at a young age too, like, man, age really didn't mean a thing. As long as I was confident in what I was doing and I knew what I was doing, people would hire me. And probably the mo one of the most important things about this business, man, is if you're likable, people will work with you, right? And I realized that right off the bat. And that's why, like, one of my best traits is I'm good with people. Right. So, you know, it's easy for me to build a rapport with people. It's easy for people to reach out and have a conversation with me. Like, I think giving a good experience with just dealing with me on a day to day, even talking is huge. And I think that gives somebody, it lets people let their guard down to help them as a client. Right. But that was probably one of the challenges, man, being so young in the business when everybody else was like, when I was 20, people were like 40, 50, 60. And like, they'd been in the business for like 20 years. Like it was hard to compete, man. But then came my time. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, it, it's great that you had that journey. Yep. The question is for new people in your team or new real estate realtors getting started in the business. What are the few things that you see as key success traits in people who are doing really good starting off? Really good question, man. I think the first thing is I think people right now, some people they they're expecting clients to come to them. Right. So that's one of the downsides. I think any new realtor that gets licensed, they think automatically people are going to start coming to them, which is not true. So you have to be able to put yourself in front of people. Right. So a lot of new realtors, if they're not prospecting every day, like knocking on 30, 50 doors and talking to 20, 30 people a day, it's going to be hard, man, because there's thousands of realtors out there. So especially if you're new, you need to be able to put yourself out there and prospect hard. The people that are seeing that are being are successful. Right off the bat, honestly, a lot of people with sales backgrounds, because I think, again, they've sold products before, whether it be housing or anything else. But honestly, on top of that, they, they're good with people. Salespeople are people people, right? I think that's what it comes down to. Yeah, you have to be, I don't want to say an extrovert, because that's not true, but you have to be willing to put yourself out there. Right, right. And yeah. the majority of the time when you're starting off, you're basically prospecting. That would be door knocking. And door knocking, cold calling, flyers, hosting open houses. You have to be willing to put the work in, right? Like if every day you're not doing something real estate related, you're losing. Right. Right. I hear you. Those were about the majority of questions I had. Thank you so much for taking yeah, the course, time to do this. Pleasure. Yeah, pleasure. Before we go, where can the audience reach out to you? You guys can find me on social. I have Instagram. My Instagram is david.sen. Facebook, you can find me online as well. But yeah, check me out on Google. Most people, people find me on Google, David Sen, Oracle Property Group. I have platforms on REW, Realtor.ca. Also our website, OraclePropertyGroup.com. And yeah, other than that, you know, check out our listings. And if you ever, if you're ever looking to buy or sell, obviously give me a call. <laughs> that being said, man, no pleasure meeting with you too. Thanks for your time and thanks for reaching out. Yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. we got to link up for sure and meet in person, man. We'll have a coffee or something. 
100%. Thank you so much, David. Appreciate you taking the time and have a great day. Thanks so much, man. Thanks for having me.